So I'm running um, a few days late with this podcast because it's Sunday morning and I had hoped to record it on Thursday. Uh, but actually, I had a couple of days booked off with my um, my kids. I'd fully intended to record this on the Thursday morning before leaving, but basically the morning, as so often in my life, was just taken up with other things that needed to be done. So today I wanted to talk about the tarot card, the five of wands. And again, this constant theme of overwhelm, partly because I'm feeling very overwhelmed at the moment and I'm really trying to get a handle on it. And partly because I know due to circumstances, due to politics, due to life itself, so many of my clients are overwhelmed. And I wanted to try and offer a little bit of support. So um, I want to start off by saying my kids are amazing. I am incredibly blessed at how helpful and supportful they are. But the bottom line is that from May, when my youngest turns 13, I am a single mum. I prefer to say solo mum because there is no parenting from their father or any other family members at all. So I prefer the word solo mum to 14s. So my life is a constant juggle. And if you have a look at the five of ones, there's going to be a photograph on my social media. You can certainly Google it. I am talking here very specifically about the rider weight five of ones. You'll see for five people, um, they appear to be dancing, maneuvering, play fighting with large sticks, basically. But if you look at it really carefully, some of the sticks you can't quite see the end of. It almost looks like there's more going on outside of the card. And we've just caught a snapshot. And it's one of those moments, and I'm sure that you have them just as much as I do, where we've got a lot on and we're just about keeping on top of it. And to be honest, that feels like my life a lot of the time. The more we only went away for two nights, we were um, renting an Airbnb up near Warwick and we went to Warwick Castle for the day, which we've done many years ago. And it was a beautiful day. The weather was astounding. The castle wasn't too busy. The kids loved it. We got to have a lovely lunch with peacocks all around us and it was just an amazing day. And if you look on social media, of course, that's what you'll see. You'll see four kids giving the thumbs up, smiling. You'll see the sun shining and you'll see a beautiful, beautiful day. What you won't see is me packing to go, trying to think, do I have food for the journey? Because uh, being teens, at least two of them won't have had breakfast. Do I have coffee for me? Because I am a caffeine addict. And if I'm driving for two and a half hours, I'm going to need a coffee en route. Have we packed the requisite clothes? Because when we were leaving, we didn't know whether it was going to be a heat wave or quite frankly, really stormy. So suddenly I've got teens that don't wear their coats are or don't wear coats because they're teens. Um, you know, there is the cacophony of where's my book? I can't. My headphones don't work. I haven't got any socks packed. Oh, my God. Are we going now? I didn't realize we were going now. My phone's not charged. I've got all of that going on. And, you know, and I'm still trying to make sure we've got pet rats, that the that the rats are sorted out. The person that's feeding them has got a key it's, you know, it, it's just almost too much sometimes. And I kind of wanted to share this because uh, like anyone, I share the happy photographs 
on social media. And it's easy to look at my uh, photographs if you do follow me on social media and think that I am one of these super mums that just glides through life, um, you know, having a wonderful time. I am very blessed. I enjoy my children's company. But there were problems. We did have disputes. We, I, I had this real desire to order a takeaway on the second night. Could I get through to the takeaway? No. Could I find parking? No. I was almost in tears when I had to do a quite a long walk with one of my kids in the rain to pick up the bloody takeaway that was meant to be a treat for me because it was no effort. You know, these there were those moments as well. And I want to share that because... It's easy on social media to look at everyone else's lives and think that they are managing and that you are the only person that can't cope with ordinary life. So that's the sort of the first thing I want to say is I know as a tarot reader, as someone who perhaps knows the intimate side of more people's lives than most, I've not yet met a single person who didn't feel that A, at times in their life they weren't coping and b they were pretty stupid not to be coping with what felt like such ordinary problems that to me is a universal thing to think that anyone else would cope what you're with what you're coping with and what makes it difficult to difficult to cope with is that is that your problems are personal to you so that's the sort of the first thing I wanted to say. And so, I mean, if you've been following me, I've been trying to get my mental health back on track. I am the habits of drinking herbal tea in the day, um, alternating tea and coffee have worked really well for me. And I would say by doing that, I have halved my caffeine intake and probably taken a quarter off my alcohol intake as well, because I quite often... Um, not every night, but some nights I will have a cup of tea instead of a second glass of wine. So, yeah, that's really worked for me and quite easily as well. And quite, I mean, sometimes if I have early in the morning, if I have two cups of herbal tea instead of alternating it, I feel a bit too tired. So I'm still sort of, you know, weaning myself off the high um, caffeine, but it's definitely helped. So I wanted to really share thinking about overwhelm, thinking about these, you know, people that um, sort of share these perfect lives, which to a degree I do because I do share the better photographs. Um, I wanted to share my next tip that I am doing that I started today. So it's super fresh to try and um, get over overwhelm. And it's the morning routine. Now, I get so fed up when I read these, you know, millionaire mindset books and they say, get up at six in the morning and, you know, have your three hours of productive time. Well, you know, I, I like to watch some TV in the evening. I like to chat to my kids. I often work till nine or nine thirty at night. So I, you know, 11, 12 o'clock is my normal bedtime. I don't want to get up at six. I really don't. But what I have decided to do is be really strict with how I use my morning time. Now, when I was writing my book, I was brilliant. I would wake up, I would get my coffee and I would do an hour of writing every morning. And it was really productive. But my mornings have shifted now in that quite often I need to do a college run because the buses just don't fit in with college times here. So it's it, it, it kind of skewered my mornings. 
what I what I have been doing up to this point is probably the worst possible morning routine. Getting a coffee, naturally, going back to bed and, you know, being, as they call it, passive active, checking social media, checking work emails, writing a to do list, looking at it, panicking, thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to fit all that in. Uh, when am I going to have my meal? Um, I'm not going to be able to answer these emails and having this growing sense of panic. And it's not resting and it's not productive and it's not meeting my needs and it's not solving any of my problems. So what I'm doing now is for one hour after my either I wake up or my alarm goes off, I am spending one hour just meeting my needs. Um, no work because actually it's not it's not helpful for mine and you're obviously your your personal what what you're overwhelmed about may be very very different to mine but I can only talk about my experiences you need to translate it into your experiences but waking up and the first thing I do checking my work emails isn't helpful I rarely answer them at that point I just read them now I'm now I'm thinking, oh gosh, I've got to answer that. I've got to answer that. So it's not it's not actually um, solved any problems. It's not achieved anything. It's just made me feel like I've got more to do. So my rules are no social media in that hour, and no TV or videos. No Netflix. Um, what I did this morning was I had my breakfast and I read my um, my book for sort of 25 minutes it's just a chiclet just just I can't even remember what it's called the undomestic goddess I think it's a humorous light entertaining fairly trashy but enjoyable book and it's uplifting and it makes me smile I've read it so many times before and I enjoyed that I enjoyed the luxury of reading an enjoyable book with my breakfast and then I went for a walk that's it <laughs> um obviously I got dressed before going for a walk but you know um yeah I went for a 20 minute walk and right now the sun is shining um where I walk through um just just a very short walk just 20 minute walk through some woods um the wooden enemies out the primroses are out the bluebells in sunny spots are just starting to come out um the birds were really loud this morning really beautiful there's some lambs in the field right at the end when I get to the end and the sun was shining and just you know when all the trees are just starting to come out in bud um and the light streams through them catching up cat just catching all the bright green leaves just starting to come out it had that feel some of the may blossom is really out now and it was really nice. And that was my my hour. So, you know, roughly half of it spent in bed, reading an enjoyable book, eating my breakfast, just getting dressed and then going for a walk to enjoy the walk. And my plan is that it is true that I think that two of the most important points in our 24 hour cycle, if you like, is when we go to bed and when we get up and I've got quite good at going to bed to be honest I I often read in bed before I go to bed um I've ensured that the children don't come in because they do they, they were tending to sort of offload problems when I was in bed 
you know preparing to go to sleep and that, that was getting me quite stressed so I've I've reframed that so I you know I've been going to bed and just reading an enjoyable book having a cup of herbal tea lighting a candle and enjoying that quiet time before sleep so now I'm doing the same in the morning I did add a little bit of journaling but um quite briefly this morning but that that's my that's my plan is to start the day doing things that I enjoy and set the scene for the day that way now this is going to be different for all of us for you that might be um you know doing some exercise it might be doing some yoga it might be um you might feel more productive if you've read your emails in the morning and answered them I think the important thing with these morning routines is not to go online and print one out and just checklist it. It's to think to you, think to yourself, if I'm going to get and, and an hour may be too much for you. Um, you know, if you get up super early, if you've got really young kids or kids that need more support than mine do, then an, then an hour may be too long. So it's really about thinking to yourself realistically how much time can I set aside to my morning routine I always think it's better to set a realistic target and hit it well than to set an unrealistic target and feel disappointed with yourself so decide how long can you realistically set and then decide to yourself what would make the biggest difference to you so for me, I think the biggest differences are going to be um, exercise because I often get to the end of the day and wish I'd done more. So just a walk, you know, or doing some exercise at home, that's going to make a big difference to me. And I often feel that um, my needs aren't met, that when I'm not working, my needs are totally focused on the children and the home. And that there's no space in my life for me to have my needs met. So for me, I'm going to be spending my morning routine doing things that I find enjoyable and exercise and enjoyable exercise. Because I think those will make the biggest difference to my day. But if you feel that, I mean, if you like when I was writing my book, if you've got a project that you really want to get underway then that would be a wonderful thing for you if you're if you're looking perhaps to develop your um your psychic skills or your psychic awareness then spending that morning time perhaps um reading um appropriate books listening to suitable podcasts doing some meditation perhaps doing a three card tarot reading for yourself and journaling it that would be the best use of the morning routine for you so this isn't this is about it's wonderful and and I've just shared you know my morning routine it's wonderful to hear what other people do with their morning routines because it gives you good ideas but the most important thing is to really leverage this and make it work for you because the five of wands that that card where um nothing seems to quite fit the card itself was um inspired by a photograph of some men raising building i think it was a, a garden pagoda but it was a garden building and it often you know like if you're doing flat pack furniture or perhaps cooking a big meal there's that one moment in whatever project you're doing where you think fuck ah <laughs> uh, 
you know, this is never going to work. Oh, my God. You know, and then you just you get really focused. You get really organized. The crisis is over and you think, oh, I can see it now. I've got it coming together. That to me is the five of wands. And all the cards are great cards. There's no bad card. But if we stay in any one card too long, it becomes a problem. And I've definitely stayed in the five of wands too long, which is why I am now starting to really get the habits in place to sort out my overwhelm. And once I've um, nailed this morning routine, then I'm going to start to. In fact, I should probably start booking this in far sooner than when I'm on top of the morning routine. What I'm going to call admin spots where I really get to grips with emails, because if you've tried to email me, you probably know I'm not particularly consistent in answering. And it's just because this overwhelm means that that the thing that's shouting the loudest tends to get my attention and I don't want to live like that anymore so with the you know with this five this five of ones I often think of it as it's not just a card of the outer world being too much to cope with it becomes then a card of the inner mind my mind feels overwhelmed and the thing is we can't really change the outer world that much we can try you know, we can try and there's things we can do like decluttering or, you know, stepping away from toxic relationships or, you know, having a, a financial budget, um, expressing our boundaries clearly. There's a lot we can do to influence the outer world. But the magic happens when we work on the inner world. And this is the point I got to with my overwhelm where I realized that <clears throat> even on days that were quite calm, I still felt overwhelmed. I was holding the overwhelm inside my mind. And that's the bit that I'm now working on. And I'm actually quite excited because it's taken me a long time to get to this point for myself. Um, And perhaps I needed the journey to get to this point. But I'm really hopeful that my morning routine will ease the inner overwhelm. And when we change our inner space, it always changes the outer space.